Hey, my name's Ben Simmons. Not the one that quit on the 76ers, but the one who's going to be living in his parents' basement until he's 40. I want to tell you about Mama Fuku noodles. They've changed my life. Have you ever been hungry in the middle of the night, only it's 2 a.m. and you ran out of Hot Pockets? Have you ever been home at 7 p.m. and you realize no one's cooking for you and you're on your own? Have you ever eaten great ramen and said, that was good, but man, I wish someone would make me great noodles. Well, Momofuku noodles is the ramen for you. I'm addicted to them, just like the other Ben Simmons is addicted to missing free throws, passing up dunks, and quitting on his team. Get Momofuku noodles from my friend David Chang, wherever you buy your life-changing ramen. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify Studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a berry delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. The Chang Show, part of the Winger Podcast Network, presented by Major Devil Media. Thank you, Yola Tango, as always. If uh, sounds like I'm losing my voice, I am because uh, I was in Las Vegas and I was yelling at the top of my lungs at the craps table. Um, oh goodness! Yeah. Wait did that did that feel amazing? I can't even imagine. I can't imagine you yelling at the top of your lungs at the craps table. How did it go? Well, it, there was a so this is going into the longer story of of Moy. <laughs> lost your voice this is insane (laughs) right there's a lot to unpack as to what happened in my trip to las vegas um and i was there for work i had a couple work commitments and i had to do some press one of our momofuku friends was there as well because he had some business to do there as well we had a wonderful dinner at the momofuku cosmopolitan um shout out to the whole team there we have alan new chef and then victor carved a duck so beautifully that uh, honestly, if you haven't been, yeah, it seems like a shameless plug, but it's, it's just, I never thought over the past few years that Momofuku would become one of those institution restaurants in Vegas. Like people have to go to, it's like weird to say that out loud, but I can see why uh, it's just so much fun and so delicious. And that was my first night. What's up with this duck though? How's the, is it the, is it the stuff? Old no, school style. it's not stuffed, that, but the way it's served on duck confit, on the crispy rice, and, and then like with the knives that he's doing, he's scraping up all the juices. It's just, it's like part of this, it's just so oh, good. And I, haven't had, side. I haven't had roast duck in so long. It was unbelievably good. Everything was delicious. And uh, I'll just give you a quick play-by-play when I get what happened. So that was my first night, and I didn't eat anything that had sugar. I didn't have anything. And they put down two milk bar desserts right in front of me, a red velvet cake, cereal milk ice cream with a um, milk bar pie. And they were eating that. 
and I had avoided everything. And our whole team there listens to the podcast, so they were like, no sugar, right? And I'm like, fuck. Damn. I, was happy. I was happy. Damn. I, I was happy that that was the case, right? But they were eating this, and I haven't – I felt like um, we drop a lot of Lord of the Rings uh, references, Galadriel – when um, Frodo offers her the ring and Galadriel uh, chooses not to, even though she shows Frodo her entire might and power. I was going to say, did you, did you like erupt into a bright white flame before you, before you passed on the yeah, dessert? No, You're no, like, I'm going to pass on dessert. I passed out in rage, really. <laughs> and, and, and when they consumed all of it, the two other people I was with, I I like I was like I did it I passed the test I passed the test I, I, I passed the test I can do this. So confidence was high. Confidence was still high at this point. Yeah, and I wasn't drinking, no booze, no nothing. This was the real temptation. This was like castle anthrax for me. This was <laughs> if I could get through this, I, honestly, no, nothing was going to stop me. Nothing was going to deter me, and I passed the test. It was so painful. I haven't had that pain since I wrestled, which was like oh. <laughs> Just, I, I just want to drink some water. I just want to uh, uh, anything, and I passed it. And I went to bed, and it was a new day. But it didn't feel like a new day. It felt like hell. I was so sad. Oh man! And then eight in the morning, you know, I, I was doing a lot of press. I was doing a lot of videos. The first day was no food. No food was there. So I was doing stuff for the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. And then I was doing stuff for the Venetian Resorts of Venetian because we have Major Domo there. The second day was more filming and stuff, but this time with food. From 8 mm. o'clock to 12 o'clock, I was doing really well. I was doing really well. Good old Ryan Healy has the idea. Like, hey, because we're also filming stuff for consumer product goods, a lot of shots. So many shots of food, right? Me doing everything from pork buns to ramen to everything. And it looks ridiculous because I'm not tasting it. Right. Like I'm doing it. They're doing photos and they're doing videos and I'm doing everything under the sun for both Momofuku CPG and for the both resorts, Cosmo and the Venetian. And I'm like refraining from eating anything or tasting anything except this day turned instantly bad. <laughs> first, first thing that happened was I'm putting some chili crunch on top of the ramen. Right. And I'm supposed <laughs> to smile like who smiles like the way I but. I was putting it on and it just looks ridiculous. And the photographer is like, just, can you put it up to your mouth? So, you know, like, and then smile, you know, you're doing lots so of actions like this. Had you explicitly told them, like, I'm not going to eat anything. Knew. They all knew. They all knew. So everyone's like, don't uh, ask I wanted a cup of coffee. Um, Marguerite, Marguerite Mariscal, our CEO is there. And she's, I see, I see that she's got a cup of coffee on the table and she's like, oh, and an extra iced coffee. She's like, uh, it's got Vietnamese. It's, it's got sugar. I'm like, <laughs> Everywhere, everywhere, uh, sugar. Everyone's looking out for everyone you. Oh my is, God. Is fucked up. <laughs> and then I put the ramen to my lips, and I like my lips quivered. It was like an erotic. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like an erotic I novel. Uh, I hate uh, that. My lips were quivering. My knees Please were don't shaking. Say that again. <laughs> uh, I had so the whiff of the you know umami from the chili crunch and the porky goodness from the noodles just. The aroma, right? No. no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I said, just a taste, just to see what it feels like. Just a taste, just a taste. No. I put it in my mouth and I'll spit it out. No. I put it in my mouth, I'll spit it out. And I put it in my mouth and I had that fucking ratatouille moment, except that I wasn't transported to my childhood. I was transported to fucking just me 
ping normal me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't, there was no point of me being able to stop. You're like one of those, those sharks in Finding Nemo that have become reformed and don't eat, don't eat blood anymore. And then you caught a little whiff of it. Yeah, if you ever listen to Dave Cho's Mad Conference speech symposium, where he talks about controlling his urges and impulses, this was the least furthest thing from it. Once it hit my mouth, I was I was fucked. Oh my god! I was like, oh, I, I truly was like, oh my god, this is what it would be like if I was a heroin addict. <laughs> I mean, oh no joke. I mean, no truly. joke. No, it's truly, because I was like, there's no way I can stop this. I know in my head. Time stopped. I was like, time lord, time stopped. And I was like, I should spit this out. But I couldn't. What did you, did you say anything to the people who were watching you? Loudest fucking this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, did you, did you say fuck it or anything to these, to the people watching you fall back? I didn't even know anyone was there. It was like <laughs> the walls disappeared. You were yeah, just I, it was like alone. I was in the multiverse. I was in between time, space. Oh, I was in my own oh, world. Man. It felt like I had mutant powers because I just stopped time and it was just. And oh it God. tasted so good. I, I just didn't know what to do. And I swallowed it and I was like, well, that means that oh. I can have another one. And then I had four more bites. <laughs> Dave Chang size bites though. What what percentage of the bowl does that represent? Four so bites in the for bowl Dave? for the sh- I, I put a giant extra Mori size portions, probably like two orders into one bowl. I uh-huh. I had at least one portion of ramen noodles. <laughs> oh man! Uh-huh. And then and before that, before the shoot, I didn't eat breakfast. I was just eating some pork belly and some pork shoulder, right? But that didn't satiate because, like, once you get that mixture, especially with the noodles or the kansui, that that fucking magical moment. If you haven't had really great ramen, like all those smells coming together, you know, it was, it was, it, it, you know, we would need an erotic novelist to write out my my feelings. No, we don't. No, if there are erotic novelists out there, please do not apply for this position. Um, <laughs> it felt so good. It felt so delicious to like, ah. Uh, I, and then, and then the next thing, the next thing that happened was like, all right, let's get this out of here. I, I, I didn't even think about what I was doing. I was in my, my, my trance. <laughs> then we got to film me putting some on a pork bun, a pork belly. And I haven't had a pork bun in, in, in quite some yes. time. And I put a little on and I, and I, I and I, I was just like looking at this, this beautiful pillowy, soft goodness, fold fold of pleasure right it was looking up at you he's like no dave we're friends now please don't and i and i licked it (laughs) you licked it what the hell happened because i was just like is it sweet even though i was like of course it cured in a little sugar even though i know what's in there And then, and then I was like, fuck. And then I took one giant bite, enough of the bite that like, there was like nothing left of the bun except for the bit that my thumbs were on. So it was almost like one bite except for the little bit of the, the, the surface area that was on my thumbs. Right? <laughs> and you would have eaten that part too, if it, if yeah. it hadn't meant eating your actual fingers. So that went, that went away. And then, and then I was like, fuck. I felt really bad. I felt really bad, but did I feel good? Yes. Did I feel satiated? Yes. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear more about more about both of those sensations because first, on the bad front, did you feel bad? What were you thinking about? Were you thinking 
I honestly, Tell me the truth. Were you thinking like, I can get I away with this? Because I was up. We were gambling. I was delirious. Um, and I was, I was trying to think about – I'm answering questions. It's photo. It's also interviews. It's all the stuff. I didn't know what – it was just happening so fast as well, right? <laughs> it was just like a blur of shit. And like I, I blame – Ryan Healy and the team of Momofuku for enabling. And I feel that I feel that Noel and Chris Ying paid off Ryan Healy to set no this way. up. First what? of all, this is yeah. literally like a teenager explaining to his parents why he, you know, got wasted and ended up in the hospital of drinking with alcohol poisoning. Just like there's just all these things going on. There's peer pressure. My friend Ryan, he yeah. he was drinking beers and he made me he gave me one. That's why and he I had put to it drink in a beer it. funnel and it went down my throat. <laughs> I didn't I didn't and know. I did that 17 more times. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. Let me tell me the truth. When you were when you were eating it, did it cross? Did the thought cross your mind that you could get away with it? That you just no, 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 no. Because everybody knew. Everybody at the restaurant knew, both at Major Domo and at Momofuku, that I wasn't eating sugar. And the first thing people were like, "Is this for real? Are you guys really doing this?" Like, you know, <laughs> what's wrong with you? And especially the people I was with, you know, a father and a son, they were like, you know, they sure not having any alcohol. I didn't have any. Right, the night before, I was just yeah. you know high on life and and the casino air. Like, so once that, but once the first bite went down, were you like, all right, off the wagon, let's go? I'll be honest, I didn't think about it. I just put it out of sight, out of mind, and I was just like, okay, we're, let's try to get this done. And then I was, um, you know, I we we got Marguerite on uh, out early, and then we headed out to um, Major Domo. Like it was all so fast, right? We like we're trying to get a lot in the day and then we meet with the major domo meat and fish team at the Phoenician and I'm supposed to do some content there and some video and I was supposed to, I did a pre-service as well and and then I in some way I convinced myself I was like I had a quality control I had a test you know I had a mm-hmm. I had to make sure everything's good right yeah of course of course so that's what I think I was doing and then then, I, then we go over to major domo around lunchtime and we're filming and I didn't taste anything I wound up having another meeting later for business later. So I, I couldn't be there for pre-service. Thank God that saved me because I, I, I would be in a lot of trouble. So we're shooting and I'm at the table. It's a photo of me eating a whole plate short rib and Ruby, the chef there slicing it. And I'm sitting there and I have a whole fucking beautifully smoked short rib. And I know I've already forgotten that whatever happened to Cosmo, I've already forgotten. And I'm, I'm again, back in my mind being like, can I eat this? And I know that I can't because it's cured in some apple juice. It's like, that's off the list. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my I wound God. up having seven slices of the meat and it was glorious. The, I do. The, okay. I do feel was, a little, okay. Cause you, you, um, you FaceTime me at some point. Chris Yang, extremely pleasurable in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> I hate you so wow. much. I hate you. Extreme pleasure. Did it feel, was that, was there, did the experiment work in so far as like, that man, that first taste after two weeks off was yeah. way heightened, yeah. way heightened. And it also happened, it was coming from like, like, you know, it, everything was extremely well made and it was delicious. And it was like all the things I wanted to eat. Like I haven't had ramen in so long, like real fresh ramen at the restaurant. It was so fucking good. 
It was so good. I haven't had that alchemy, that smell of consue pork, soy, you know, spring onions. Oh and it was, uh, it was so fucking good. It was, it's, it was so good. The pork bun and then the short rib. I mean, to me, that was like ticky tack because like barely any sugar, right? <laughs> right. And, and soy, but sure. whatever. I wound mm-hmm. up consuming eight slices. Um, but I, I refrained on this, the cocktail that, that, that was made for me because it's also like 1230. And then um, we do the shoot, and then I'm supposed to finish up doing Moon Palace, which is our slider joint in the in in, in, in um oh in the God, This is all the same afternoon. This is all one day now. Now, yeah, yeah. This is the the where I broke was in the morning, and now this is now around lunchtime or one o'clock now. And Gladys, who holds down the fort at uh, Moon Palace, and we were trying to do a bunch of the off the menu stuff there. All right, I have. You, I put the photo up. I have the ninth wave. I have the Gladys, and I have Luna, uh, the Luna style, which is a double burger with the special sauce, in front of me with a savory hot chips and then a, and a honey butter hot chips and then a moon pie, right? Max Metzen's <laughs> creation, the moon pie, which if you haven't had, Noel can attest, it is fucking outrageous. Mm-hmm. Moon Palace. No, it's so good. Moon pa- again, like we opened up right before the pandemic, so things got a little, you know, sidetracked. But now things knock on wood are coming back. Like Moon Palace is fucking outrageously good. I mean, oh, so good. It's so good. The moon pies are like a moon pie, like a southern staple, but like it's different. This is much more of a Japanese version of a moon pie. It is so good. But in the break, I watched Ryan Healy, Marguerite, and the entire Momo team, because a lot of Momo team was there for work as well, eating. I was waiting for my shoot to get set up, and they're eating all the Moon Palace. They're just devouring it for lunch. And I just was like, I didn't touch a Moon Pie. I didn't touch a Moon Pie. They're all eating Moon Pies. You know? It's very interesting to me because you, you, you broke, but you were still kind of like, I don't know. I have yeah, to hold I was in, on. Um, yeah, I got to hold on. Because I, I was in fucking denial. You know, that's what it is. <laughs> And I'm seeing them all, and then Yaley comes over. She hasn't had a moon pie before. Everyone's eating moon pies, and they're eating the burgers. And I don't have a burger. I don't have a burger. And then there, I was waiting, and then for whatever reason, I looked around when uh, at the table right outside moon, moon Palace, and it was one of those moments where every single person was looking at a different direction, right? There's like six Momo people there. <laughs> but not looking toward you, you mean. Everyone's looking uh, and elsewhere. I, uh, and, then I, and then I become like... <laughs> Street urchin thief. I immediately swiped oh, the corner of the moon pie, you, put it in my mouth. You aladdin a moon pie. <laughs> yeah, I did, just turned yeah, into yeah, aladdin. I, I stole the one corner that Marguerite was eating with the chocolate of the half. You know, it's a half dip moon pie, so half of it is chocolate. So I got one perfect bite <laughs> that she left of chocolate and just non chocolate bit of the moon pie. I took that, put that in my mouth like this. So they were all looking elsewhere because, like, they were talking about something over there. And I put that in my mouth. And as I turned away, I turned my back to them and I took a chunk of a leftover Moon, pie, moon Palace slider and I popped that in my mouth. <laughs> the complete and utter lack of logic to your behavior here mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. real, though. Mm-hmm. It's so real. Mm-hmm. Like, who you've mm-hmm. already broken. There's no point in holding on. Nobody around you is going to give a mm-hmm. shit if you do mm-hmm. it. But yet, I totally I understand the compulsion to be and like, I got to exactly, speak. That's this. exactly what happened next. I was like, what am I doing? I've already lost. <laughs> And they were eating these hot chips, the hot chips. Oh, my God, I'm crying. Like, if you haven't had the hot chips at Moon Palace, 
just go. They're so fucking good. They're like imperfectly perfect, which is why we made chips. Some of them stick together, so they're soft and crunchy. It's just a wonderful, marvelous, beautiful thing to eat. And you get the honey butter one and the one that's just so I was just like, oh, my God. I immediately ate half of each. So that now I'm like, I've had a lot of food now, right? I've had your short rib. I've had the fucking four things, of four noodle bites. I've had the pork bun. I've had the corner bit of Marguerite's moon pie. I had another morsel of moon uh, of a of a slider. Yeah, you're officially on a bender now. Yeah, and then and then I'm I'm now in the secret room at Major Domo where we have karaoke, and I'm there and we're shooting it, and I get tray, and I'm supposed to fucking eat it. They're filming me. I'm supposed to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i took before the photo i put on instagram i i immediately um i ate half of each of those so oh i have goodness. basically 1.5 it was so good one of which is like a is a is a dashi makitamaga with furikake and spam delicious on king's hawaiian i had half Ooh. of the luna and the gladys i actually ate which is all everything in the it's everything it's like a kitchen sink and it's delicious I had a whole moon pie by myself, another one, and I wash it all down with a Diet Coke. What is it? I hate you. What is the Tamago one called? Uh, ninth Wave, I believe. Ninth and these wave. are these are off menu. Like, I yeah, can't, yeah, can yeah. I walk up and say these things and they'll know what I'm talking about, or yeah. they're just truly secret. But but we wound up finishing the shoot, and I gave. A, we met up with the team, and then I had to go for the meeting. All of this happened so fast that I immediately around like six o'clock. I, I didn't. I didn't feel anything wrong. Nothing felt bad. I felt good. I felt really <laughs> Nothing good. Nothing felt bad. <laughs> Nothing All felt bad. All was right in the world. All was right. Everything <laughs> felt good. I was like, something Something is happening, but I don't know what. But you know what? Today feels different. Today feels different. And I didn't put two and two together. I didn't feel uh, – and then, you know, my friend – Long story cut short, there's a Chinese restaurant. Oh my God, at the Cosmo. I can't remember the name right now, but in the high, there used to be the chef, the number two at the Bellagio is now like used to make for, uh, food for some of the high roller Asian people that would gamble at, at the, at the Cosmo. Now they, now he has his own restaurant. Um, he's the chef at the restaurant on the third floor and we had dinner there. Uh, red, red plate. Red plate. Ooh. Red plate might be the best Chinese food I've had. What? Oh, mm-hmm. in, in, in many, 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 okay. many, many, many months. Like, ugh, so good. I'm <laughs> dining with two people from Hong Kong as well, right? It's just so bad. And I, I, I we could, <laughs> we order Peking duck where we don't get, uh, where we, uh, two ways. And then we get, he ordered a king crab. What else we get? Oh, hot and sour soup being the best hot and sour soup I've ever had in my life. It was everything was so good. You're you're tasting in this and you're like, this fucking guy's a master. It was just it's like clear. Were your Hong Kong friends impressed? Yes, they they gave it a very high grade. They because like wow. they think everything sucks in America. That's Cantonese. Right. Hong Kong people are mm-hmm. so hard. <laughs> the king crab was glorious. The one that was steamed, and then the second one where they fried the body parts. Uh, the you know the body itself was amazing. It was such a, a perfectly cooked. The Peking duck, holy fuck! You know I haven't had Peking duck in in since March. Like a real Peking duck, carved table side. My number one food. You want the number one fucking food in my life? It's Peking duck. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean I've said this time and time again. I will fly to fucking Beijing just to eat 
real Peking duck, to go to Dadong, to go to all these other places. I think Peking duck is my number one fucking food in the whole fucking world. Done well. And it's not roast duck. All you fucking assholes that are like, oh, I've had Peking duck. No, no. Most Peking duck here in America is like just roast fucking duck. Real Peking duck is a wholly different thing, right? Where there's an incision right over one of the left or right foot uh, thighs and you take out all the guts. You, air, you know, it's hung. It's this whole process. It's a pain in the ass. It's fucking amazing. This was extremely well done, Peking duck. And the kind of where they wrapped everything. You didn't make it yourself. They make it for you. That type of mm-hmm. shit. Oh, mm-hmm. dude. I had six of these fucking things. <laughs> Were they the pancakes or the buns? Pancakes. 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 Oh, Freshly made God. pancakes. Freshly made pancakes. And I just like, I didn't talk to you. I don't even know. Again, this like time stop. Fucking Jay like, experience. <laughs> Holy shit. I was just like, just <laughs> shooting shit in my mouth. You are Garfield eating lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> hot and sour oh soup. God, oh, dude, exquisite, perfect. And what else? So we had a Peking duck crab for three of us. It was four of us, and then we got Peking duck dark meat that was shredded with green beans. We didn't have any rice, any noodles. It was it was it was delicious. It was really are you, are you full? Are you super full? No. Because well, we didn't have any carbs other than the fucking pancakes. <laughs> oh God, other than the right. pancakes, we didn't have any carbs. Then then this is where I really went. I had 200 bucks left, you're, right? You're not done? Are you not done oh, yet? This is not yeah. done. No. no we oh finish at 8, 8 o'clock. We finish. Then we go to um, my friend who is friends with this guy that started Lost Spirits Distillery. It's in area, area, area Dude, 15. What the going on right, right now? Right? So I had no idea what was happening. I swear to God, I had no idea. I was like, because I, I I have a couple bottles of this of the of this rum in my house, but I don't really drink that much, and I didn't know what to expect because like we went to Area 15 or Area 51. I don't know. It's like giant warehouse district. And all these people are there. Look, feels like it's Burning Man with all these crazy sculptures and shit. And really all these young people. Young people that I don't know and I don't see. It's just like I don't know lawyers and doctors. Like, I, I don't know young people. This is the Asian remake of The Hangover you're describing. Right, this right. is basically what you're describing. And, and then we, we, we get dropped off and I have no idea what's going on. There's like, it felt, not that I've been to Burning Man, I see pictures. It felt like Burning Man a little bit. Like weird <laughs> shit. Oh my God, what's happening? And then we get into this thing, this giant warehouse that i couldn't even see how like the end of it and there's all these people there a bunch of asian people it's just a, like a multicultural mix of people trying to get in we meet with the owner uh brian and um we get the like the full tour of this thing so this is like uh, it was fucking crazy i think i saw some version of the future but basically he has developed a way to distill spirits and age it. It can only be like whiskey and rum, primarily rum, with, and, and with wood. I won't explain the science, but like you can't tell the difference. It's an extremely delicious rum. So, you know, most breweries and distilleries have tours, but it sucks, right? There's nothing mm-hmm. to do there. You just get drunk. Oh, it's like a fast aging. Mm-hmm. It's like an accelerated yeah, aging accelerated. process. Oh, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. distillery is also an immersive experience. It's fucking wild. We spent three hours there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and you enjoyed it? Like, this is no, I mean, I the idea the of you. I can't explain to you what it's like because it was so fucking crazy to me. But the idea of Dave Chang spending three hours at a distillery tour is bonkers to me. That's got to be scared. crazy. I was, I was yeah. scared. It felt like a haunted house, <laughs> even though it's not haunted. Most people thought it was, was normal. Scared. For me, I was scared I was because scared. everything's Aww. like everything's stage set and it feels like 
you're in another world. It feels like you're a little bit like New Orleans style Blade Runner type of thing. And there's a lot of, I'm doing a horrible job explaining it, but there are all these like pockets and there's a tour and you go to different, it's basically like 12 bars, like actual bars where you can try different kinds of rum and whiskey in this. And there's like hundreds of people just congregating. Like it's like you're at a giant, giant fraternity party or like college party, but with like very dim lights and everything in red. And there's, you know, uh, if you ever been to the box in New York City, a little bit like the box, there's some like crazy shit going. I don't know what the fuck is happening. And uh, long story cut short, I probably by the end of it had like eight gla- eight, eight, eight glasses of uh, of rum, 123 grams. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, there's there's mm. no sugar. There's no sugar in that anymore there was sugar it was oh. sugar but now it's rum so okay. Okay. <laughs> no more technicalities here okay. let me ask you this usually after a man drinks eight glasses of rum they don't generally go to sleep without eating again correct correct <laughs> correct well i don't know if it was eight i probably had like four six of like sure. 120 proof box whatever uh, okay and it was it was a super cool experience. Felt a little bit like eyes wide shut without naked people. That's what it felt like to me. <laughs> <laughs> I highly encourage people to go there. It was a it was a um, super interesting. And for me, I think there's some version of the future is there in terms of like something. I don't know what, but I I, I think it's worth checking out. It's fucking really interesting. Check it out. Anyway, we get back and now it's like midnight, and then we start to gamble. I have two hundred dollars left. I swear to fucking God, I put $100 on the roulette on 28. It hit. No, it did not. It did. Mm. It did. That was an $875 return. No, you did so not. So now I have nine hundred. Wow. Now I have $975. And um, as I said, the rest is history. Played some blackjack. And then we wanted on some. We wanted to have like a social thing before we went to bed. For, for I went on a crazy run. A crazy run on the blackjack tables. It was crazy. It was crazy. I won back all the money I lost and then some. And then I was like, oh, man, streaming. That's where we were really streaming. It was like, oh, fuck, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all the fucking hands you're not supposed to win, right? Like, you, you split, you double, you have, like, four eights, three of them have threes, and then you get another eight. And, that, and then, like, all of them are, like, 11s, and the dealer pulls a 20, right? And you have all your cards facing down. And then you pull an ace. You need an ace. Oh my god! Oh my god! And you pull god. like that kind of shit was happening. So that's why my voice is just like we're like screaming like just little children so loud. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> mind you, mind, mind you. During this, I remember what I ordered for a drink. Like I'm still on this fucking challenge. I ordered a mint tea. <laughs> You're a truly tortured soul, Jay. And the server comes back, it's like, sorry, we don't have one. You know what I got instead? I got a beer, a fully alcoholic beer. <laughs> I, could, like, I went back to my old way so quickly. I was like, oh, and I'll have a cocktail too. I'll have an old fashioned. <laughs> oh my God. So, so like that happened. And now I think it's probably got to be like two, 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 two thirty. Cause like now it's like, Hey guys, I have to catch a seven o'clock flight. I have to get back. I have to help out Grace at home. Right. I promise <laughs> I would get you. Going. I promise I would get you. Going. So like two thirty. I was like, Hey, let's just, let's just have a social quick game of craps. Call it tonight. Well, that's social, a social <laughs> game of craps. So uh, let's just have a quick social yeah. game of craps. Well, well that, that didn't happen. Cause 
All of us continue to roll and roll and roll, and it's now like 4.30, two hours later. Jesus a lot of... <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of that. And now it's like, okay, then we then you get to the point where everyone crowds out. We're like, ah, oh, we should have ended this like an hour ago. What the fuck were we doing? I'll see you later, blah, blah, blah. I get back to my room. It's now like 4.45. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm really fucking hungry. You know what I did? There you are. I originally – guess what the three things I ordered are? Guess, guess exactly what happened. Tell me tell, – let's just hear – can you from put a guess service? of what happened? Yeah, from room service. One is definitely chicken tenders, chicken fingers. 100%. Did you order some kind of pizza situation? Also 100%. <laughs> so you ordered three things. We've got two of the savories covered. Do you think he ordered a sweet Noel or do you think he stayed savory? I I feel like he would have gone sweet. I think that he thought he should go sweet, but probably got one more savory is my guess. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I feel, oh my God. Without the menu in front of me, I feel like he did something sweet. I'm going to say you did something sweet for your nope, third nope, thing. No, no, no. I ordered a salad. I ordered a Cobb salad with no uh, uh, ranch or blue cheese with the Dijon vinaigrette. Because like, my mind is still thinking that I'm on this fucking thing. Like talking about tortured soul. Oh my god! Right? And 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 uh, when they asked. When I called them, they said, how many people are you dining with? I said, instantly, two people. <laughs> wow. Wow. Huh. And for anybody for anybody out there who's like, oh, what was Dave doing with the second person? No, no, no. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about covering for himself and his If eating. you don't know for your own self-pride and consciousness, right? If you've ever ordered to go or take away from a pizza or any place where you're talking to a physical person, they ask you, who, how many people is this for? If you don't know that that feeling of like, the shame, then you haven't lived life. You haven't <laughs> you know, lived the, life. The, the truly best part about this, and it's it, again, it's so real, is because you don't want the person manning the room service phone at four in the morning to think that you're a fatty. Like, yeah. You're yeah. doing this for uh, no other yeah. reason. Yeah. But like, you have to, because if that, <laughs> that's yeah. how much pride we have left, that person manning the phones at four in the morning. So, while I had ordered this, this is what I thought was going to happen. I, even though I knew that I ordered a vinaigrette for the salad, I said, um, can I get the uh, buffalo wing sauce on the side? You say a little ranch on the I side? I got buffalo wing sauce. And like, it says that it comes with ranch. So I didn't ask for ranch thinking that this would be a loophole in my whole plan of like, maybe it'll, it may, just maybe I'll make a happy accident. All right. This is what happened. I get the food comes up around 5 o'clock, 5, no, 5.30 comes up. I now have to eat and run, right? Because I got to get to the fucking, I got to get a car to the airport. <laughs> this is bananas. They don't have the fucking ranch. They've given me two things of buffalo wing sauce and two things of chula sauce, right? No ranch. Mm. Disaster. Mm-hmm. I can't eat the fuck. I can't, you know? So, it, <laughs> But I do it anyway. I'd start, I dip it in the buffalo <laughs> wing sauce. And the chicken fingers at the Cosmo are delicious. They're really fantastic. They're less fingers and more... Uh, size of your hand patty type of situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> big, big, delicious. If they were turned into fingers, it would probably be like eight. It would be an order of eight normal Buffalo ones. wing sauce, like mm-hmm. like spicy buffalo yeah, sauce? Or spicy like blue buffalo. cheese we're talking about? Okay, no, spicy no blue cheese, spicy. Okay. So like, I was really missing that ranch. I made a ba- tragic, yeah, that tragic mm-hmm. error. Mm-hmm. All the while, the reason why I'm like, okay, Dave, 
I can still make this fucking thing happen, right? Clearly, I should have just ordered ranch or blue cheese. What the fuck was I thinking? Now that, it, now that it happens and it's in front of me, I'm so fucking mad at myself. Like, I've already lost. What yeah. am I doing? Why am I depriving myself of fucking blue cheese and ranch? <laughs> You have a, you still have a no hitter going, but you gave up a walk in the bottom yeah. of the ninth inning is what you so did. So here I am. So because I'm saying that to myself, I'm so mad at myself. I eat all the chicken fingers out of fucking hate. I'm so mad. <laughs> You're not that bad. <laughs> You're so happy. <laughs> There's no happier moment than a 5 a.m. chicken finger. Let's be honest here. And then, and then the pizza, I, I, I had, uh, I poured hot pepper flakes all over it. It was a sausage pizza. <laughs> And it was so fucking good. Chris, if you want, even the home-cooked pizza that you made would taste delicious at this point, right? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. The fucking pizza hit my lips. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, it, it, you know, it, it was orgasmic is the only way God I could describe damn it. you. <laughs> I was so – it was so good. It was so good. I just – I just I, – I, you know – I had half, I've had the pizza, right? Like all, all of a sudden it's like almost, I'm eating everything except I'm looking at the pizza with total disgust. I mean the salad. <laughs> so I'm like, and I'm really full at this point. And I'm like, oh, I got to eat something of this. I can't waste it. I feel so bad. So I have the bacon and avocados. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind of, it was like a cob salad. It was a cob, yeah, yeah. Cob, yeah. You monster. Monster is right. <laughs> And it's a crime scene. I, I look at the towel. I use the hand towel from the bathroom. And just it bloody like, handprints it looked, on it. It looked like a murder scene. <laughs> just bloody <laughs> buffalo handprints. It looked all like over a fucking towel. murder scene. And I just was like, it's like I, I you know what it felt like. You would imagine if if you had killed somebody without consciousness, then you wake up like somebody had like uh, made you like sleepwalk and do something. You you oh my god, what have I done? That's what it felt like. What Jesus have I done? Christ. What have I done? I mean, Noel, er, earlier in this challenge, you had you had placed the the odds of a full break at ninety nine point five percent. Were you sure? What did you think when Dave was going to Vegas? Was this going to be the moment? Oh, what was crazy is I kind of forgot about the Vegas trip and all of this. Like to me, this would have happened either way. <laughs> you the thought Vegas it was just trip. Gonna be a random Tuesday night oh, at home. Yeah. When he just oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But what's so funny is that so many people had tried to help Dave throughout the process mm. and he just couldn't help himself. I, I want to ask you this, Dave, because at a certain point, you, you FaceTime me from Vegas and you said, <laughs> I had four bites of, of ramen. And what I didn't realize at that point was like, I, it's, I, I take some responsibility, Dave, because I feel like I should have been your sponsor in that moment and been like, it's okay, man. We all have lapses. The important thing is you get back on your horse. But instead, I was like, was it good? It was it good? He was like, yeah, it was really good. And oh then he just God. went on this epic bender. I feel like, did you legitimately call me between ramen and then Yeah, before everything I left else? for Majordomo Meat and Fish. Oh, I'm really at fault here. I really yeah. should have really stepped in and sponsored Wait, no, We had just bit. gotten a Majordomo Meat and Fish. Marguerite was to my left. We were in the private dining room and, and setting up. And that's when I called you. So I was sitting on the banquette. That's when it happened. So, yeah, that was my day. I, I didn't sleep at all. I get on the plane and um, I get back and I felt so bad. I really didn't drink that much. I had like four, four things. It wasn't that, right? It took me up until today, this morning. So today's what, Monday morning? I felt 
so bad. Very similar, Chris, to the first 48 hours of removing sugar from our diet. Oh, interesting. Like you were sugar, mm. you were shocked again. Your body's yeah, like shocked back into it. My body didn't know what yeah. the hell was happening. Wow, interesting. I felt so bad all day. I felt terrible. And I kept on saying, I don't know why I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why, why I feel so bad. I, it's probably I didn't sleep. <laughs> Wait, so oh what, is your, what has your diet been like since you returned? I didn't eat anything uh, yesterday until I had, I had some mortadella. <laughs> oh I had some mortadella. And then, and then I was like, well, at night, what did I have? I had some salmon that I had cooked for Grace, and that was all I had yesterday. You know what's messed up about this whole thing is that Dave has found a way to win <laughs> even in loss. Like, this is the most fucking Chang thing in the entire world because there's no, because people have been asking me a little bit like, oh, what, do you, what is your first meal going to be when you're like, when you're done with this thing? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. I'll eat a bowl of rice or something. Who knows? Of course you fucking blew it out in like the most spectacular way in Vegas, like in ways that no human could ever really break a diet. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. of course you did this. Of course. Of course. Like, I can't the one wheel up of, that. The, I can't the wheel that. of constraint could not constrain me. <laughs> Oh you God. broke free of your, your restraints. No one, no one, no one could ever be the master of this kind of domain. It they, was impossible. They brought, <laughs> they brought Dave Chang. There were assurances that he it would be safe for him to be there. They had him all chained up. It was all fine. But they didn't know. He broke out. He completely so broke crazy. free. I mean, I wasn't even drinking heavily. If I was drinking heavily, like God knows where I'd be right now. I know. I'm still in oh. Vegas. <laughs> Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. So what do we do with Dave? What so you're you're tapped out? Are you I'm are you going to continue? I'm, I'm going to continue. Here's the thing. I, I understand. I I needed this. I think part of it. What we were talking about last time is having something to work for in food. And I, I, I even though I broke, I so appreciated the flavors. I so appreciated the time. It made me very 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 happy. Um, and I want to continue to do this again. I, I I'm so I've already started the day. I I don't think that. Um, what I would suggest is this. I'm happy to do another spin of the wheel. Um, I do like having this. Uh, I feel. I think I feel better. I, I think, um, you know, the one downside to this is I definitely have worked out way less in the 14 days. This is like, I don't know how to do this and work out. It's either or. It's like either or. But if you could do this and work out, great. But, like, you feel like you're punishing yourself. So it's like that's sort of your workout. That's my only real gripe. And, like... Um, I, I would like to do it again to some version. If I have to spin the wheel and do something else, I'm happy to do so. But I think I'm going to continue doing this. One caveat is I think I'm going to give myself one cheat day a week. Hmm. 
What do you, I mean, so I, I think rather than spinning the wheel, is there another thing on that constraint list that you would find interesting to do? I know we talked about like raw, we talked about wild meats, like, are there other ones that you'd be curious to, or vegan? Do you want to do vegan for a week? No. If I was the land on it. No, I, I think this one is hard because like you actually have to be so thoughtful about everything you fucking eat. That's the crazy thing is like, like sugar reading labels everything. and yeah. like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just things you completely ignore generally. You know, and, and maybe give myself instead of like a, an orange, like, I don't know, but what I'm, I, I, I think it's got to be like the, a cheat day. If you can do it like six days, but you have one day to eat like a normal person, I think it would be pretty impactful. Or do you think that we, we, we made these regulations a little too stringent? <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think we should do with this guy, Noel? I feel like you should just stick the course. Stick to the course for the next yeah. two weeks? All right. Yeah. With a yeah. cheat day, you're going to give yourself one cheat day? I think you should get a cheat day. I'm too deep in it. I'm too mm, much of a cheater. You're still master of your domain. I'm still master of my domain. And I was like, should I just break now that, they're, that both of my comrades have fallen? But like I, I feel, I feel weird about this. Like I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like a fucking, especially with diets. Like I'm Chris, a fucking cheater Chris, by Chris, nature. Chris, I, I wanted to tell you this when we started the podcast. You look great. Have you lost some weight? <laughs> Fuck you, not this oh again. Not God. this shit again. Hey, have you been dieting or something? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what's so funny about this entire process, and even the last what thirty minutes we've been talking. I think both of you started out very sad during this recording. Like, I could see it in both of your faces. Chris hasn't had sugar. Dave knew that he broke and that he didn't win. And as that story progressed, I saw more suffering in Chris Ying's eyes. He just knew he could have broken at some point this week, and it would have been okay. And Dave just getting happier and happier because Chris, he sees Chris (laughs) suffering. But now I think what's really interesting with Ying, I mean, I even saw him in person and told him he could secretly cheat. He still did not cheat with me. Didn't do it. But I, I think that you are just so deep down the rabbit hole, Chris Ying, that you know you can't give up at this point. You know that you have to I bring can't it give home. Up at this point, and I just feel I feel like the. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm. I think that Dave, you probably feel the same way. I'm super surprised by like how impactful and interesting this has been. Like mm-hmm. I'm really. I didn't think it would be. I thought it would just be a pain in the ass. I really thought it would just be nothing but a pain in the ass. But like I feel, and actually, like as Dave was describing that, yeah, it was like pure torture. But I think I really do understand like how much better it feels to eat those special things when you haven't gotten to do it. Like that's mm-hmm. that seems and plus it was like 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 you said, Dave, it was like it wasn't just that you had gone two weeks without this stuff. It's that we had gone two and a half years before you'd eaten some of this stuff too. Right. And so like I, I don't know. I can't So it's not my fault. I, again <laughs> I don't I don't think uh, I'm I, I, I listen. You should cue the clip of Robin Williams and, and Matt Damon in, in Google hunting at the end of the scene when he's like, he's crying. It's not your fault. It's I mean, not your fault. That's that's what I I feel like you guys are telling me. It's a little bit your fault. your fault. It's a stretch. Uh, so so Dave's gonna go back on with the cheat day. I'm gonna try to forge ahead. I want somebody from the Dave Chang show to make it the full full length, and I'm gonna do it for the team. But Noel, we should check in with you because you've started a new week of constraint, right? Oh yeah, TJ's only. What a real schlep. Actually, it is more of a schlep than I thought that it would be. Uh, because this week I'm home home in LA and every time I come back, I eat all of the things that I really, really miss and want to. 
And this time around, no, not the case. <laughs> I am stuck with frozen, frozen meals, uh, different packaged goods. But, you know, I think that there's a way to, I, I could have made this easy on myself, like really easy and just eaten, you know, whatever I felt like. But I decided to try new things, like things that I've never eaten before, things that people on Discord have been telling me to try. And uh, there's a lot of bad stuff out there. There's a lot <laughs> so, of bad stuff out there. <laughs> so to be clear, Noelle's doing a week of eating nothing but products she can f- buy at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. So give us the highlight, a new highlight. Give us a new highlight that you haven't already been familiar with. And then the lowest of the low lights. Mm, okay. Well, a highlight for me was definitely... So I've always seen in... I think it's like the spices aisle or even the canned food section... There are these packages, and they're labeled Indian fare. And there was one that's a kachari that someone asked me to get. They were like, oh, I've never, you know, I've seen this. I've never really picked it up before. Can you try it? And I think it's the concept of something in a packet, like a plastic baggie that I thought, oh, I I don't know. I just can't do it after MRE week. (laughs) But I think that that might have been the surprise uh, food of of the few days so far. It mm-hmm. was nicely spiced. It was chunky. There were lots of vegetables. Like, really good lunch overall. So I would say it's definitely that. That's but the highlight. Okay. That's a highlight. And it highlight. comes in like a little bag, like a, a sealed yeah, bag. Yeah, okay. Exactly. What's the lowest of the lows? Uh, it's the frozen beef pho. <laughs> I don't think anyone expected that to be good. No one expected that Better one to be great. Better or worse than the freeze-dried chicken pho that you had during MRE Ooh. week. <laughs> I think it was worse. Oh. I genuinely think it was worse. <laughs> here's why. Here's here's why. All right. I think, even, forget about the bars that you set, right, with a freeze-dried versus a frozen the worst part about the frozen beef pho, so it's a it's a box inside of it is a bowl, and the entire soup is frozen. You microwave it for three minutes, and you look at the package. The package looks promising, like it has lovely herbs and everything. It looks so nice. When I opened up the microwave, smelled amazing. Genuinely thought that this would be a real winner. And then you start spooning it into your mouth. Mm. No taste. No salt, no herbs. It was just like eating nothing. So that was a real, real low. Was that come as a recommendation or that was just an exploration? That was an exploration. I, I haven't had that one before. Right. So I figured I would pick that one up. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's some, like I said, some good, some bad. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of funny things coming up like cowboy caviar. It's some kind of jarred salsa. Yeah. Uh, also, oh, another low, chocolate hummus. Things that <laughs> no one should have ever made. Right. It is Poo-poo. hummus. It is made with chickpea uh-huh. that has a chocolate flavor, but it's not sweet. Um, it kind of tastes like a dark chocolate, grainy spread. I think, uh, I think you're, 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 she's way more, like, sounds dire on this than... Than I thought she would be. <laughs> Sounds bad. I thought she was going to love this, yeah. right? What's weird is like, I, I feel like for, you know, at least one week out of every month, this is my normal diet anyway. It's just like <laughs> chocolate on this. No, DJs, like anything from Trader Joe's is like the closest, closest thing to my house. So like, 
how can you be this disappointed? Is it just mental? Mm. Is it psychosomatic? Or I don't know. That's a good question. I think I've let myself make in my mind. I'm trying to make this harder on myself than it needs why to be. Why don't you try because my, I, why don't I you try my pizza? Right. Can I give you some TJ pizza? Yeah, hacks? I was going to ask. What's the hack? Yeah. Okay, so that you tell me. But you know that spicy Thai thing, those Thai fried chili peppers in the snack section. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so you get the 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 General Tso's chicken thing. Okay. What's that? Is that a frozen thing? General mm-hmm. Tso's frozen. chicken. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and then Thai chili peppers. So before you do that, roast off some sliced garlic and some scallions, and do you can use half the sauce, right? But what you really want to do is just enough sauce. And, and if you need to add some soy, you can add that. So after it gets stir-fried, I don't bake it in the pan. I, I, I stir-fry it. And then you basically mm-hmm. put a whole bag of that Thai crispy chili stuff on top. Mm-hmm. And then you toss it on. Okay. That's the hack. It is extremely good and turns it more into a Chongqing spicy type of thing. If you want to, you probably could add some tingly spice to give it some more mala. But um, – mm-hmm. That's a good hack. I think. So is the, the is the Thai chili thing? Uh, I'm looking. I'm just trying to figure out what it is. Are these these like crispy Thai chilies and sesame seeds and like a little baggie? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, Ooh, and that with, sounds with good. Rice, it's really yeah. good. Another thing is that, that what they do have is a wild frozen um, uh, shrimp. Mm-hmm. That bag of frozen peeled. That's like mm-hmm. an easy thing you can make with any stir fry, right? Um, yeah. You know, that's like literally anything. Usually the, just do something with your broccoli, make a stir fry, and you're good. I don't even think they have oyster sauce there, so you could use some mm-hmm. something there. That's an easy stir fry. You should try the pizza hack, right? You get that thin crust pizza, the family mm-hmm. style. Since it's just you, I would probably just get one and cut it in half when it's frozen and then uh, put the prosciutto or mortadella from the deli section and bake it in there and then put the other half together so it's like a sandwich. Mm, oh my okay. God. Yeah, it's really, okay. it's, it's really Trader good. Trader Joe's wedgie sandwich. Yeah, it's a Trader Joe's wedgie sandwich. Like I really need to treat myself better in the next couple of days. I'm going to TJ's after this to get the next two, three days worth. But I want to give you another a, another recipe, and it can be keep keep it simple. They have probably the pork ribs, right? Get one rack mm-hmm. for yourself. Or now you're in LA, so get a couple of your family, and then if you have some savory salt. That's it. Or mm-hmm. a spicy salt. That's it. And just bake it off 325 for like four, three and a half hours. That's it. And you can toast it, toss it on a little agave. Or if they don't have agave, they actually have pretty good maple syrup. I would just do that to stick it together. Um, mm-hmm. Do you just you roast those uncovered? Or you yeah, wrap them? Yeah. So mm. I, I, I'll put aluminum foil on something on the bottom so it's easy to clean the pan. Mm. Um, and if you're allowed to use condiments outside of TJ's, I'd, I'd make um, like a Vietnamese sauce. Use fish sauce. They have fish sauce there. It's not red bow. Like a nok chum type yeah, thing. Make, yeah. Nok, yeah. make like a nok chum rib um, <sighs> with, with basil. So I'd get a box of basil. I'd make a nok chum sauce and roast the ribs and baste it in that nok chum sauce. I'd probably cook it in a donabe if you have it so you, we can just stir fry it after the fact in the sauce and then add some of those Thai bird chilies, those Thai, Thai chilies with the basil, and you'd have a delicious rib. I've made that several times. You can also, even though it's farm-raised salmon, they have the that salmon. They I just make salmon rice. I've done that several times 
Yeah. You bought the, did you buy that yeah. salmon pinwheel you showed me a picture of, Noel? No, you buy no. Those? No, you know oh, what? You know I what? bought it. Oh, you no, bought it? Buy it. Don't, don't buy it? I don't bought it. it. I will make it later. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't cooked it yet. Don't buy it. I just want to know. I just want to know. We got it. No, yeah, she's got to. She can, it can't know, be all Dave. good, Dave. She's got to exactly. go. I want her to continue to explore those frozen pho options. Another good thing to buy is the spinacopita. Have you bought that one? Before? Oh, yeah. That that's one's, the bomb. That's really good. <laughs> Oh fuck! Also, also, you know what is really good is the 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 kofte, the the the, the mm-hmm. meatballs, yeah. with the bulgur wheat. Also, very mm-hmm. very good. So, I think you're you're you're, you're shortchanging TJ's. I, I, clearly, I'm highly critical of of that place in general, but I think you can carve out a pretty good meal. Oh, I'm not shortchanging TJ's. I think that there are some crazy picks that they have. That's where I'm shortchanging them. But never forget, I was the one who cared about TJ's. When we had the grocery draft and I got a whole ho-hum about how bad it was, <laughs> and here we are, the tides have turned. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, let's just be honest. The, the, the TJ's is not known for its vegetable selection or its Mm-mm. non-existent meat selection, but its strength. It, it, again, I, I view TJ's as though in athletics. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know? Or a right. snack store. It's like they're or a snack store. Yeah. The snacks there are, are like, they're fucking dangerous. You know what's really good at TJ's? They're small ice cream cones. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got to get a lot of those. How many is a serving of those small ice cream? My kids get to eat one each, and I'm like, yeah, 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 that's a serving. <laughs> I think two is a serving, so you're fine. Mm. What are they called? They're like just a taste or something. Some funny name. <laughs> Jesus, it's but... like addiction joke. <laughs> uh, quick update from my my world. We got a, yeah. I got a, uh, I got an email from friend of the show helen rosner mm. uh who found out that i was doing this you know modified keto whole 30 thing and she i guess had done uh, a very similar diet a-, a while back and she was like let me let me give you some some hacks so you got, i'm going to share a couple of these just a few selections with you to, to get your your feedback here because i, I really trust helen and what she's telling me here you know she says you know like you fat is your friend on this on this journey you got to eat you know just eat avocados and buy xanthan gum to thicken sauces and soups uh eat turnips you know these are all these are all things i i figured make sense here are a few that gave me a little pause and i wonder if if you guys have thoughts or if i should just try some of these out first of all she was singing the praises of Hearts of Palm Pasta. She said it's shockingly good. Hearts of Palm Pasta. I might know it's giving me a quizzical look. Uh, she also said uh, two ingredient keto crackers, almond flour and eggs. I think this is the, the, the most Helen and sweetest tip ever is. I'll just read it directly from this email. Your poops are going to get weird if they haven't already. <laughs> if you don't already, mm. if you don't already live the squatty potty lifestyle, you might want to keep an eight-inch stack of books, ideally by people you don't like, in your bathroom for leveling yeah. your feet up. <laughs> I just truly, <laughs> truly love the notion of just like a makeshift squatty potty made out of like cookbooks. I was sent keto cookbooks specifically, just yeah, well, under both feet. I will tell you, my 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 gut biome is at war. It's full of war. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they they think they're in the matrix right now. <laughs> uh, they don't realize that it's just my fucking stomach and Neo's got no fucking chance in hell. Do you think that your gut biome was like happier or sadder during the during the the restraints, the constraints? The first 48 hours was really tough. 
They were not happy. I, I not was happy I was not able to do much because I had to go to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so nice that you got to go to the bathroom all the time on your first two days because never forget, I didn't go to the bathroom my first few days on those MRIs. Hey, oh my so. God. Listen, I, I, that sounds awesome, actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's close out with a question and an Ask Dave question, actually, that, that is relevant to your, your recent uh, Vegas excursion, Dave. Um, Brandon Stone wrote in last week to say, I just booked din- din- dinner. I just booked dinner at Meat and Fish for next Friday for my bachelor party. We used open table and requested the whole plate, whole plate short rib. I'm losing it. Was that a good move? And should we have contacted the restaurant directly? I've never been in the short rib. Sounds great. Is there a difference, Dave, between like the services that you book through if you order something special? Like, does it all go into the no, system you the want, same yeah, way? Yeah, it, it will. You want to pre-order that to make sure that you have it. If they have the prime rib, you should get that as well. I would get some oysters. Uh, depending on the size of the group, if you have a lot, then I would go pretty heavy on the Bing selection. I would start off with the raw bar, which is fantastic. It's oysters, shrimp cocktail. Then I would get some Bings, and then I would get into some pasta. Again, depending on how many people, uh, that's how I would split up, right? I, I would get the malfadine, or I'd get the lobster pasta, or the or the cacio e pepe mac and cheese thing that we have there. Again, all of this, if it's a smaller group, I'd probably be shying away from any of those starches. And then I'd go straight into getting a prime rib with a shore rib. Um, <laughs> all the ribs. Prime rib with a short rib. Yeah. Prime rib, short rib into <laughs> as your mid course. Prime rib and short rib as your, uh, no, prime rib. As your mid and then back to, no, pa- back I would, to no, pasta? I would, I, no, no, no. I would probably go pasta. Uh, into prime rib, right? Everyone gets some prime rib into short rib. Okay. Yeah. And do they finish short rib in Vegas with the rice too? Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god! What? A and meal. then and then and then I, you know, I probably get the donuts, the banana foster donuts. And then Brandon, uh, one tip that Dave's forgetting to give you that he forgot himself: don't forget. When you order your pizza and chicken fingers at five in the morning, that you have to request the ranch separately. They won't just give it to you on their own. You know, you know what I was thinking too when you brought that up. You know what they should serve um, as a combination meal. What's that? Salad with your chicken fingers. It's not a choice. You just get it. <laughs> you just get it. Did Honestly, your chicken fingers the- crum- come with fries? By the way, no. Oh, I'm so fucking mm. mad about that one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the oh one thing I, you know. Because I, you know, I, I can't say I had the hot chips. So you know, I, I for lunch today I made a uh, a, uh, a chicken breast because I had got that chicken breast stuff from uh, Trader Joe's because I was in a hurry, and I made a iceberg radicchio salad. So that's going to be from lunch, and I put the Thai bird chili things in there mm. with okay. some cucumbers. Chili things. Oh, yeah, salad. I fucking hate salad. <laughs> Only salads that you like are <laughs> spinach salads with a warm bacon vinaigrette, yeah, a cob exactly. salad, 
chicken tender uh, salad with buttermilk rash. Uh, Mike, here's my salad? general standing oh, rule about salads. You also like a, a, a steak Caesar or a shrimp Caesar. <laughs> so those are four. Is there a fifth salad that you would eat? I, I think. Oh, taco, I mean, the taco, South, taco salad. Southwestern taco. chicken yeah. salad. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's plenty of salads. My standing rule for a salad is that lettuce and or veggies should not comprise more than 30% of your salad. That's my standing rule about salads. Wow. <laughs> I, wow. I, I, I'll leave it with this. I think that there's a possibility of a large format meatloaf being worked on at one of the... Oh, uh, you, know, you see, final, put it in final, there. Final, final, oh, final. my yeah, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. All right. Anyway. To that. All right. So Dave's back on the wagon. He's going he's gonna to continue this, this odyssey until March 8th. Noel's going to keep on uh, digging real deep into Trader Joe's sack of goodies. If you haven't signed yeah. up for our Discord, do so at where? MajorDomoMedia.com slash yeah. Discord. Discord. Or the link in bio in our Instagram oh, yeah. page. <laughs>